Welcome to the Medical Sales Certification Podcast. This is Colby Wood. And on this podcast, we take a deep dive into medical sales and in particular, orthopedic medical sales, where I do my best to share with you everything that I have learned up to this point and document really the day-to-day sales calls and meetings and interactions I'm having so that you can learn from my experiences and hopefully help you become more successful in your career as well. So without any further ado, please enjoy today's podcast. What's up, everybody? This is Colby Wood with the Medical Sales Certification Podcast, and welcome to this episode. And uh, on this episode, I wanted to walk through a framework that you can use really in getting most things that you want in life, but in particular, obviously, I'll make it tailored to medical sales. If you want to get into medical sales, you need to be using this framework. And it's going to be, this may come off as obvious or it may sound like, oh, yeah, I already know that. But I think I'll, I think there's some nuance to it and there's some realities that maybe you haven't thought of or um, hopefully it'll be enlightening for you and, and helpful. The, there's three steps to this framework and, and really, like I said, this can be used in pretty much trying to get anything you want in life. And it's most things in life have a simple structure to them, but they're much more difficult to actually execute on in real life. And so that's where the difficulty and the complexity comes into play. It's like a lot of things are simple. We all have 24 hours in a day. The difficulty comes down to how are we using those 24 hours, you know? So um, anyway, the, the framework that you need to use for getting into medical sales, just like anything else in life, getting what you want in life, comes down to number one, the idea, number two, the strategy, and number three, the execution. And those are the three steps that you have to use and focus on and figure out if you're trying to get into medical sales. Now, the first step is relatively simple. You've got to have the idea. The idea is I want to get a job in medical sales or I want to be better at medical sales or, you know, pick anything you want in life. I want to find the girl to marry. It all comes down to then once you have the idea, it comes down to it's two simple things, strategy and execution. But it's easy to say those things. It's a lot more difficult to do them right. And in my experience, when I have been interacting with people that are trying to get into the industry, I do think that that the execution piece can be a problem for some folks. That even if you have the right strategy, some people struggle with execution and you know the willingness and the willpower and the drive to, to do the things that you maybe don't want to do on a daily basis. But you need to do. So I think that exists, but I would also say that I think it's more common and, and certainly has been more common in my experience and the people that I've talked with, the people that are struggling to get into medical sales, they've got the wrong strategy. Okay. And you have to go in the correct order. You have to go idea, strategy, execution. You can't go idea, execution, strategy, because It doesn't matter how good you are at executing. If your strategy is wrong, you're going to be going in the wrong direction. You're going to be getting good at the wrong thing. You're going to be, you're going to be spending your time, your precious time. Let's, let's be honest about it. You're spending your precious time on, on the wrong thing. You're doing the wrong things. And, and just as an example, you know, when I talk to somebody 
you know, on the phone or through email or direct message. And I asked them what they're doing on trying to get hired in medical sales. And they're like, well, I'm putting my resume out to job postings and I'm going to the websites of the companies and I'm applying online and I'm going to med reps. And like, that's the wrong strategy. So you're executing really well. Good. You're putting in a lot of effort. You're putting your resume out there. You're sending your resume to a bunch of job postings and job boards, but you have the wrong strategy. So that's the problem that most people are in they're executing on the wrong strategy. And that's what I wanted to really focus in on today is because most, if you've got the right strategy, if you're confident in the right strategy, I think most people are willing to execute and do the things that they need to do, but they have to be number one, confident that what they're going to do is going to get them the result they're looking for, number one. But number two, once you start to see some success and you start to build some momentum, your confidence grows. So I don't think inherently people are lazy. I think inherently people are willing to work hard. They just need to know that they've got the right strategy and the right way to spend their time to get the results they're looking for. And so I wanted to kind of walk through the strategy that I think if, if you're in the camp of struggling to get into medical sales, you've got to change your strategy. Okay. And that comes down to number one, backing off of what you're currently doing. And it doesn't mean you're going to stop posting your resume to random job postings, but it really comes down to that. That's not the ideal strategy. Nobody, first and foremost, nobody hires a resume. Okay. People think that resume, people think their resume is going to get them jobs. It, it doesn't like, sorry, not in this industry. It doesn't get you a job. What matters is how many people can you interview with in the same way that when you, are actually in a sales job, you're trying to find as many people to talk with, as many people to demo your product with, as many people you can meet with and, and uh, get an evaluation of your product. You want to get your product in the hands of the customer as often as you can. In the same way with getting hired in medical sales, your resume, putting your resume out to a bunch of job postings, in my world, in my mind, does not count as pushing it out. That's not like a cold call, okay? A cold call is you actually physically reaching out to somebody who's involved. And so what I would recommend you do and what I, the advice I give to every single person I talk with is that you have to reverse engineer what it is you're trying to do. What is the strategy? Okay. I want to get a job in medical sales. All right. Fair enough. You don't start with what's the first thing I should do. Oh, I should, I should fix up my resume and I should make my resume look good. No, 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 no. You're going, you're, you're already moving to execution before you've worked on strategy. You got to go to strategy first. The, what you do is you work backward from the end result that you want. Okay. I want to get hired in medical sales. I want to get my foot in the door in a medical sales job. Okay. Who is going to hire me? Well, like, like actually the, the position who, who working at a company, who is the person that hires reps? Well, here, here are a couple of people because it depends on the company you're working for. It depends on the size and the scale of that business because the smaller companies are not going to have the personnel, the HR personnel, the, the built-out infrastructure, but some of the bigger companies will. So if you go work for Stryker or DePuySynthes or Medtronic or some of the big medical device companies, they're going to have their own internal HR people, their own internal recruiters who are going to be involved in the hiring process. But at the, at the smaller companies, 
you might be getting hired by the territory manager who's looking for an associate sales rep. So it could be literally the territory manager, you meet with the territory manager and they're like, yeah, I wanna hire you and you get hired by them. So it's not always the big title of HR director or hiring manager or sales manager. It could be just the territory rep, could be the territory manager. That's the person that hires you at the smaller companies. And it, it just depends on how it's set up. But somebody on the back end, who is the last person I'm gonna have, have to interview with that's, that can sign on the dotted line and say, yes, I'm going to hire you. It could be a territory manager. It could be a hiring manager. It could be a sales manager. It's not gonna be somebody in HR. Now, it doesn't mean that you don't reach out to those HR people, but let's, let's work through the process. In the hiring process, you're gonna meet with somebody first you're going to have a phone call, a phone interview. You're going to grab a coffee. You're going to have an introduction. And then you're probably going to have to interview with one or two people or more, depending on how big the company is. But the person that's going to sign on the dotted line is going to be a sales manager, a hiring manager, or a territory manager, or something like that. So the question is, how do I find those people? Like, here, in my mind, if I was trying to get a job in medical sales, what are... What's a better option? Like, let's just play this out as an example. Should I be posting my resume to a job posting? And that, that takes X amount of time. Is it better for me to be doing that or better for me to be reaching out to the people who actually hire sales reps? Like, it, it seems so obvious to me, but I'm not, like, I don't know why that's not understood as well as it should be. In the same way in sales, you don't take a no from somebody who can't give you a yes. You, whenever possible, you're trying to get a, a, an in-person conversation with the decision maker. You're always trying to get to the decision maker and you're trying to minimize the amount of steps you have to take to get to that decision maker. You wanna to get to the decision maker day one if you can. So in the way that I see things, if you don't have a LinkedIn profile where you can reach out directly to those people that that have the title of somebody that could hire you, what are you doing? You're just posting your job posting, you know, and it's going to the freaking cloud. Like who, I don't even know where the cloud is. Like what cloud is it going to? Who knows? It just goes into mystery land and then it's, it's out there and I've posted to a hundred job postings and I've never got a call back. Like, okay, you're not even, you're not in the ballpark here. Focus on getting in front of the person that could actually hire you. So you go to LinkedIn and you make a profile. It's free. That's where, that's, that's the business networking platform that everybody uses now, okay? So make yourself a LinkedIn profile, number one. Number two, you're gonna go find and search for those people that I talked about earlier who could hire you. So you say, which company do I wanna work for? Oh, I wanna work for, you know, you wanna work in orthopedics? Go to Google, search. What are the top orthopedic companies? Make that list of 10 companies. Go into freaking LinkedIn, type those companies in there and search for the people who have a title of territory manager, sales manager, HR manager, director, owner, anything like that in the area that you want to work and reach out to them on LinkedIn. Like, why would you go post or throw your you know resume out to some random job posting and think that that's going to be a better option than you reaching out directly to somebody on LinkedIn who could actually hire you. See, like the strategy has to matter first before the execution. And that's where I want this podcast to hopefully help you, where your objective is to get 
an in-person conversation with somebody that can hire you, plain and simple. Nobody hires a resume, okay? They're going to have to sit down with you, meet you, talk to you in person, figure out if you'd be a good fit, analyze your personality. Do they have some charisma? Can they talk on their talk and think on their feet? Do they have any idea about medicine? Do they have any, any idea about sales? Like, they're going to put you through the hiring process, but you want to jump to the front of the line. You can go into a stack of a thousand other resumes if you want to, but that doesn't seem like a very productive way to spend your time if you're trying to get into medical sales. And so that's why I say you're executing on the wrong strategy. Your strategy is broken. The correct strategy is, let me, if I can distill it down to the most basic standpoint, from working backward from how do I get into medical sales? Make a LinkedIn profile, number one. Put your picture on there, fill it out pretty well. Doesn't need to be some, like don't just turn your LinkedIn into your own resume and spend, you know, four hours trying to figure out, you know, the words of your summary. Just make a LinkedIn profile, say who you are, show your experience, do a little blurb about yourself, and then spend as much time as you can searching for people who have the title of somebody that theoretically at least could hire somebody like you, who work for the companies that you'd be interested in working for, in the areas you'd be interested in working, and reach out to them, connect with them on LinkedIn, and then shoot them a message and say, hey, my name's Colby. You don't know me and I don't know you, but I'm interested in medical sales. I think I'd be a good fit. Are you the person that I should be talking with? Or are you somebody that's looking for a medical sales rep? Or is your company currently hiring right now? Or anything like that. That's going to be way better use of your time than just going and posting your resume randomly. And just like, like that's just playing the lottery. If I were you, I'd want to take the results of your life and your career into your own hands and reach out to those people directly. Like, believe me, nobody's going to hire you because of your resume. They're going to hire you because you're willing to go out there and knock on doors most of the time. Like, you don't have sales experience. Okay. Do you think it would be helpful for you to go cold call on the people that could hire you? Yes. Why? Because it shows that you're willing to go cold call, right? Like, like this is not complicated. If you don't have sales experience, but you can show them, hey, I just, you know, followed, I emailed you, I messaged you on LinkedIn, I followed up with you seven times, and we finally got to this meeting. I understand I don't have sales experience, but I just showed you that I'm willing to go make the cold call and I'm willing to follow up with you. You don't think that's going to be a positive? Or do you think you just should just write your resume a little bit better and add some things in there of, I'm a hard worker and I'm willing to follow up? Like, no, no. Like, don't, you could add that to your resume, that's fine. But like, finish your resume as quickly as possible and then spend your time trying to connect with the people that can hire you. It's no different. You should be treating the hiring process the same way you would treat a sales process if you were actually in sales. You go out and cold call on people until you can talk with somebody who can make a decision about your product. Same thing when you're trying to get into sales, into medical sales. You go cold call on as many people as you can that have the title that sounds like somebody that could make a decision. And so what if you get the wrong person? You call on a territory manager. You're like, hey, you know, my name's Colby. I'm interested. I want to get into medical sales. I think I'm going to be great for this industry. Are you currently hiring? No, I'm not. But you could talk with so-and-so. Perfect. Perfect. That's exactly what you're looking for. You have to put yourself into the ecosystem and you have to be willing to put yourself out there. 
if you, especially if you don't have sales experience, proving that you're willing to cold call and follow up with people is going to be the number one way that they're going to, you're going to show them that you are willing to do what it takes to grow the business. You got, you have to be willing to talk to people that you don't know. You have to be willing to introduce yourself, to follow up with people, to cold call on people, to, to find a way to get in front of somebody to show them your product. And in this case, you're getting in front of somebody to show them why they should hire you. That's how you need to be spending your time. That is the high level strategy. The high level strategy again is make a LinkedIn profile, figure out the companies that you want to work for, figure out, search them in LinkedIn in the areas that you want to work and search for the people that have a title. That's something similar to what you would think a person in the industry would look for. You want to look for territory manager, sales manager, hiring manager, owner, anything like that. Somebody that actually has some legitimacy in the organization and say, hey, look, I'm so-and-so. I'd love to be in medical sales. Can, can we talk about this? Do you have any job openings? Who do you know in the industry that is looking to hire, etc.? That is going to be way more effective. That is a much better strategy than it is to just throw your resume out to the world and just hope hope that you get a bite. You're then going to be talking with like, like anytime, anytime you post your resume to a job posting randomly, you're then just going to get a call from an HR director. Like, you know, that's, that's talking to the front desk person in a cold call, just so we're clear. Like the analogy is perfect. When you put your resume out there, even if you get a call back from the company, the call back is going to be from literally the first line of defense in HR, like somebody that's like low level HR person calls you to do the initial phone screen to figure out if they want to actually have a conversation with you in person. That is the same thing as when you go cold call and you talk to the receptionist at the front desk of a doctor's office. Do you want them screening you? No, <laughs> like ideally not because they're not going to understand. Like they're trained. Okay, cool. They have things that they're told to look for. Yeah, we're looking for this profile, this type of person that has this type of background. But when you talk to them on the phone, like you're not going to be able to get into the weeds with them on what you know or what you don't know or what your skill sets are, or what your background is or anything like that. Like if, if I could in sales, if I could just skip talking to the receptionist at the doctor's office and just walk right into the doctor in his office and talk to him instead, do you think I'd want to do that? Like, uh, yeah, obviously I would. Why would I intentionally set up another roadblock for me that could potentially hinder me from getting to the person that could make a decision on me? It's the same thing. So you have to treat the hiring process the same way you treat a sales process in real life. Because when you are getting high, when if I am the person that's looking to hire and I see you treating your hiring process the same way theoretically you would treat the sales process, where you've cold called on me, somehow you got my attention, somehow you got me on the phone, or you got me to a coffee, or you got me to a meeting, or you got some information out of, out of me. Like, let's say I'm not hiring, but so, somehow you got me to say, oh, but so-and-so is hiring, or I know this company over here is hiring, or this territory next to me, they are looking for a guy. Like, you're going to win. You're going to be successful because then they know that you're willing to put in the work and you actually understand how it is that you're going to have to... Like, that's how you're going to have to work to get in front of doctors. Like, in this industry, you don't just walk in and say, hey, I'm so-and-so with this product. 
can I set a meeting with the doctor? They're going to be like, oh yeah, sure. Here, come on back. Like it never works that way. You have to work your ass off to get in front of most of the doctors. And in the same way, just like prove that out in your hiring process and show them like, look, I know how to do this. I can get in front. If I can get in front of you and get a coffee with you or get a meeting with you, if I can, if I went from you never knowing who I was to now I'm sitting across the desk from you and you're interviewing me, I'm going to be able to do the same thing when you hire me with all of your doctors. They don't know who I am right now. That's fine. But I will get in front of them the same way I got in front of you. That's going to be way, way more effective than just throwing your resume out there. So um, focus on the, the, that framework for everything that you have to do in life. Idea, strategy, execution. There are people that struggle on execution. There are people that struggle to have the, the willpower, the drive, the willingness to do things, uh, the, willing to, the willingness to keep pushing through even when you're hitting barriers. But it's more important that you get the strategy right first because you, you can't be executing on the wrong strategy or you're going to get nowhere. You're actually going to be going in the wrong direction. And then you get frustrated. Like so many, so many people that I've talked with, they are audibly frustrated that they can't get into this industry. And they've just been pushing their resume out and pushing their resume out. And, you know, you send out 150 resumes to job postings and you never get a call back or you don't get hired. You're going to get frustrated. You're going to get down. You're going to say, what the hell? How do I do this? Why can't I get in the industry? You're going to get frustrated when you're using the wrong strategy to try to get hired. You have to back up. You say, do I even have the correct strategy? And if so, now I go execute. But if not, you're going to get frustrated because you're going to be executing on the wrong thing. But really, that's bad data. That's like a false negative. You think that it's a bad thing, but really, you were just doing the wrong thing to begin with. So... Anyway, I hope that's, um, I hope that can make you think a little bit about how you're spending your time if you're trying to get hired and hopefully, hopefully you'll use that technique and get a job and then message me back and say, you were right. That was the right way to do it. That's what I'm hoping for. So, uh, if that is you, if you take this strategy and use it and you're successful with it, please shoot me a, shoot me a response and let me know. Um, cause I would like that feedback anyway. Thank you guys for listening to this episode. We will see you on the next one. Bye. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Medical Sales Certification Podcast. If you thought that this podcast was helpful for you, consider subscribing to this channel and leaving us a review. And if you're interested in learning more about the medical sales training programs that we provide, you can check us out online at medicalsalescertificationprogram.com. Thanks again, and we will see you on the next episode.